Hey guys, welcome back to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Jim. I'm Steve. And thanks for joining us today. So, Steve. Yes. I wanted to talk to you about you a very talk to me. yeah, very, yeah, a, a very important topic we have. Okay. Is when is it officially nice out? When is it officially? Yeah, when is it nice, nice out? out? Because today it was so nice that I saw people breaking quarantine left and right. Wow. Yeah, it was nice out. I was going to say, I have no idea how nice it is outside <laughs> because I haven't left my house in a few days now. Since the quarantine, yeah. <laughs> my cell phone does tell me it's 66 outside, mm. so that's pretty nice. It's a nice, it's yeah, it was. I was sitting out uh, outside, and it was that, that weather where it's a little cool out, but the sun is so hot that you're just like all warmed up. Right, right, right. Best is the best. So you're you're trying to say like what temperature is the perfect? Yeah, temperature? or or what what you know like when when does the nice weather start? You know, or like what is the day? Is this? I mean, do do we the count day. this as the first day of spring here? Even though no, we had a couple couple weeks ago we had some like seventy eighty degree. Oh, weather. that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's when everyone was going outside. I went to my parents. We played frisbee in the yard. Oh. Yeah, had a cigar. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping your parents healthy with that, I see. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for today, the topic I had in mind that I wanted to talk about okay. was a topic that I think we're both in- incredibly passionate about, but in- also incredibly not knowledgeable. And I'd okay. use I'd use another word, but I couldn't think of something except of not knowledge. I feel I feel sad that I'm passionate about something that I have no knowledge no, about. There's a lot of things. <laughs> that, a lot of things fit into that category, Steve. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. To me, I I think I'm pretty knowledgeable about everything. Okay. All right. <laughs> I believe you. So I wanted to talk about movies. Okay. So movies is I think something that everybody can relate to, including us. And right. I also think it's something that most people would say, oh, yeah, I know a bunch about movies, but you don't know anything okay. about movies. That's kind of how I, I picture myself, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I like to say that um, I enjoy movies. Like, I love going to the movies. That oh, whole movie experience of going to the cinema yep. is one of my favorite things. Where you, like, so do you think that's going to go away? Some... No, I don't think so. Um, all these streaming services, like they offer movies, but the movie industry has such a hold on like going to the movies that they don't release stuff to everybody else until it goes to the movies for, you know, yeah, and like then, a week. and then it gets released to everyone. So I don't, at least until these movie industries make their own streaming service, maybe then True. they'll. They'll just be like, screw it, you know, screw the movie industry. We're just gonna have our own streaming service, and you can just watch the movie from home. Um, but it, you're but, right; it is a different experience, you yeah. know. Like the Netflix um, company, they they like made a few movies straight to Netflix. Right. I just saw one with Mark Wahlberg a few days ago, and it was decent. Like I wouldn't have went to the movie theaters to see it, but. It got me to thinking, like, well, maybe that's their plan. Just get the big names in on these direct-to-Netflix movies or whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, Netflix and Amazon, Hulu, they're all making their own movies. But still, the big-budget movies are not Netflix. Right, right. 
you know, the they'll make good movies here and there, but still the big budget movies are, you know, you go to the you go to the movies. Right, 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 right. And it's always interesting to me, like which movies are popular because sometimes you watch a movie or you watch like two movies and you look at one and you're like, yeah, this one was really good. And the other one, you're kind of like, oh, I didn't like it as much. But the other one made like 10 times the amount of money or yeah. was so under budget that it was considered profitable. So they make a sequel and you're like, how is that even possible? <laughs> <laughs> you just get a bunch of no name actors. Oh, yeah. You just, you know, barely do any CG and you're good. You're yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, when we go to the movies, I think I think you're the typical. I would say I'd say maybe you're a little bit above the typical moviegoer. I'd say the okay. typical the typical moviegoer may or may not get snacks, and they may or may not go to the movie theaters to see a bunch of movies. They may just go to the one or two a year, or maybe not a year, but like maybe one every other month that they're like, "Wow, that's a really good movie. I gotta see it in theaters." Right, right. Whereas you, no, I think actually the average person. Probably go some. You cut out completely, but I'll, I'll assume you said something contrary to me. <laughs> <laughs> what did, did, I really did I really cut out? Yeah, that's, you did. That's interesting. Yeah, we got the new, for uh, those on the podcast, we got the new headset for Steve. Um, apparent, that would apparently that didn't, so we'll have to figure something okay. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think the average moviegoer just goes to tw- one to twice a year. I think you're right. On that front, I know my parents, they never go to the movies ever, you know. Wow. Maybe once a decade. Dang. <laughs> They're like, we had a kid. Maybe we should celebrate. Hit the movies. Yeah. The last movie they saw was that Queen movie just because oh. they, they said, oh, we love Queen. We need to go watch this movie. I'm so excited to watch it. Did you go but with them? No, no, I didn't go with yeah, them. They, had, they had a date night. Oh, looking for another kid or just a date night? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not possible. <by> all. <laughs> yeah, that's one that I definitely didn't see. Um, I watched that one when it came out. Like on like, TV or something. Yeah, like, yeah, on TV. I forget how I watched it. Just saw it. Um, it was good. It was a good movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely appealed to our parents' generation. More. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. More than ours. Yeah. yeah. They knew all about, you know, Freddie Mercury's life and right, the right. life of Queen and stuff like that. So, so. I, I found that also interesting too, now that you're talking about gossip a little tiny bit, a little bit. Okay. Right? Is that um and maybe just because we're guys, I don't I don't see it as much. But I felt like my parents' generation were really up and up with the gossip. I know my mom even had like People magazine and my mom does not strike you as like a, a person who's interested in what celebrities are doing. Um, but even she wanted to know what celebrities were doing, and it made yeah, me wonder, my, is that generation. My parents, my parents, they say all the time they, they don't care about celebrity gossip. But every time Entertainment Tonight comes on, <laughs> you know, da 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 da, they they just they always. I know this. I know the tune. I have never watched the show, but it's just been that it's common. In the background since I was a child. Entertainment wow. Tonight, they still watch it. You know, crazy. Yeah. So, and I think that's different from our generation, where we may see something on Instagram or Facebook or possibly in a news article, but I don't think we we seek it. Or at least I feel like I don't seek it. Right. And it is kind of shoved down our throat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially with like the way that the news is now, or, or should I say, the entertainment business is, where right. like the, instead of the article saying 
the article title being like what you would write when you're in school when they say the title should be rep- representative of what you're putting here they'll be like can okay. you guess what he said and you're like i don't know what he oh my said God, what did he say i know <laughs> click i need yeah. to click on it <laughs> yeah and then all and that just because a lot of the money made from online articles and things like that is ad service that yeah. comes onto the screen once you click on yep and it's so it's so interesting how that changed though because like previously media was essentially funded it was paid for by people who wanted to to read it but now it transitioned to become free and anytime you push something to free i don't think it can ever go back and now that's yeah that's exactly it well the problem is is that um the internet inherently is free at least these days Yeah, yeah you know in the old days you used to have to buy your aol cds (laughs) (laughs) but now you know the internet is free and so people expect everything on the internet you know and browsers they'll just give you all the websites all websites are pretty much free to access easy to access so everybody has this inherent you know feeling that everything on the internet should be free and anybody who um and myself included (laughs) same (laughs) if you get if somebody says, "Oh, you can view this web page if you pay us five dollars," forget that. Yeah, you're like website that'll have the exact same information mm-hmm. somewhere else. So yeah. let me just go find that information for free. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird because like that extends not just to media, but it could be like you know, I guess pictures are kind of a type of media as well. But like you know, pictures and stories, and like this podcast, for example, there's nothing really stopping people from just re-uploading something or taking something putting it over here from there and it creates right. a weird dynamic for some of these businesses yeah well that's un- that's the times these days and you have to you have to go with the times so. yeah well there was an yeah. interesting um so i was talking to my sister's husband um about amazon because they were listing some stuff on amazon and he was essentially okay. telling me how broken the system is because he said if I want to list an item to sell, the best place to sell is Amazon because so many people shop there. The right. problem is when you list your, your product there, Amazon gets to collect the data that the purchasing patterns of the person. So let's right. say you have like three products. You have like perfume A, perfume B, and perfume C, right? And right. then everybody seems to love perfume A and like nobody's buying B and C. But you still sell a bunch of different things because you're like right. a storefront. Amazon will see that and be like, that perfume A is making a lot of money and they only care about perfume A. So I'm going to take that product and copy it and then I'm going to slap Amazon's name on it. That's where they come with the Amazon Basics, which is actually why I try not to buy Amazon Basics for that exact reason. And, okay. And then they – What they, are Amazon Basics, by the way? For oh, it's just – And the viewers. I mean the viewers. Oh, (laughs) it's just Amazon's brand, kind of like if you went to Shoprite and they had like Shoprite brand, and then like the whatever cut like whatever I don't know the bread will have like the Shoprite brand bread, and then like the Italian brand bread, and then like Wonder Bread, right? Oh, okay, okay. The difference though, their own brand, right? But the difference is when you go to the supermarket, they're all there, and you can pick and look and take what you want. On Amazon, since it's search based. Not only do they then copy your product, but then they list their product and they don't First. list yours. Yeah, or they'll right. list it further and they down. They list it cheaper. 
That's yeah. right. They'll always undercut you because they know what your prices are. So like yeah. it ends up being this weird thing where what he was saying was if you don't list it on Amazon, you aren't going to make a lot of money because you have to have enough foot traffic through your own website. Right. And if you do and, uh, so another another interesting thing about Amazon <laughs> I feel like a on Amazon. At oh this well, point. they're not a sponsor. But, so. <laughs> I, that's true. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. That's uh, right. Maybe we'll redo this whole episode. <laughs> right. But things that sell online, they need to follow these things called at price, and so that means the the product owner that these these price floors that the price can't go below. You can't sell this price below because then you'd be undercutting even the supplier. Oh, and wow. Amazon doesn't care about it because they don't have to deal with the supplier itself. They can just buy it from that's unknown, right some other source and they could sell it for a cheaper price. So buy it in bulk, and so it becomes cheaper in some other random thing, and then they could sell it online at a lower price than the supplier itself. And so that's what's really that's what and you know everybody doesn't care. It's the same product. That one's cheaper. I buy the cheaper one. Exactly. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's a tough situation because, like, as yeah. soon as Amazon came out, you're, you, they they are going to crush any warehouse, any store that has to keep an inventory. Like, right, right. I went to Target a few weeks ago. Like, Target is a great store. They have a lot of products. But if they have the same product as one that's on Amazon, people might go to Target, look at the product, then go on Amazon and buy it. Or, yeah, I know a lot of people who do that. Right. Or they may just not even go to Target and just go to Amazon directly because they don't want to go to the store. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that has a, that's a brick and mortar. So. Right. And so I'm worried, though, because of that, is that, like, you'll have this weird thing where it's sustainable now because you have the stores. But once all the stores close down, if you get into this position where, like, Walmarts and Targets and stores are closing down, even grocery stores are closing down and people are always shipping things, it's not going to be sustainable. Yeah. So, yeah, so anyways. Um, Yeah, but the thing is that, again, you got to go with the times, right? (laughs) Same thing as as before. Um, You got to just play Amazon's game you should have direct access to buyers. You should be able to, like, figure, you know, talk to them and say, look, we're, we're getting undercut from from Amazon, so it needs to be some sort of agreement, and they also need to sell. You know, like, you got to play the game at, at right, that point. Right. You can't just stay stuck in the old ways, and that's Toys R Us did. Oh, <laughs> and I miss up. Toys R Us already. I know. It was my favorite thing as a child. I like, know. To, to think these days that children can't just go into a Toys R Us and it's a shame. just see walls and walls and walls toys everywhere. Oh. To play it was with. crazy. Mm-hmm. Toys R Us used to have that. like sections. <laughs> They'd have like a Lego section, like oh, a Barbie yeah, section. They'd have sections of everything. And then you go to Toys R Us, they, they had that toy. Whatever toy you wanted, they had it. And right. they had every type. Like if you wanted, let's say, a Power Ranger – Maybe a store like Kohl's or Target might have like a few Power Rangers in their store, but if you went to Toys R Us, they had every Power Ranger. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to be a big collector of Power Rangers. Yeah, I actually have a Power Ranger story for you if you want. When I was a okay. kid, um, my mom. This was like I think Black Friday or whatever. So this was back before online shopping. Okay. Um, and we wanted the green or the red Power Ranger. I forget which one. One of the two. 
Uh-huh. And what you had to do is you had to go to Toys R Us at like 4 a.m. And when they open their doors and you go in, you had to run to the Power Ranger section and see if they had it. If they didn't right. have it, you had to go to a different store because back then calling stores wasn't possible because, one, they didn't really do cell phones back then. And yeah. two, they didn't really do the inventory check like they kind of do nowadays. Right, right, yeah. Just call it's, not, you. it's not very computer-based. Right. It wasn't as high-tech as it was. Right. It you'd call, yeah. you'd get like Becky, and she'd be like, I don't know, we got a shipment, and I don't know if we put it out yet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a shipment of toys uh, this morning, and put it out, but I don't know if there was the Green Power Ranger on that. Yeah, exactly. Um, just have to come in and see. <laughs> right, so we went to a Toys R Us at like 4 or whatever time in the morning, 5 in the morning. Ran there, they didn't have it. We went right. to a second Toys R Us, which was like 30 minutes away, because in Jersey they were actually pretty far. Also didn't have it, and by then we were like, oh, I guess we're not going to get it because, oh, mind you, back then they only made so many toys. It's not like now when there's just like 100,000 million of anything. Like, <laughs> they used to make toys and not know if the toys were going to be popular, so they didn't right. have the infrastructure to produce them all. Yeah. So then there's this drought of toys. So we, we missed both Toys R Us's. Neither of them had it. And we were driving back. And I think it was a Kohl's. And that's why we said Kohl's the first time. It was either Kohl's or Target. And we were driving back. And we just stopped at one of those stores to like return something. And they had it. And really? Yeah. Cause like it was a complete accident. to have it. Yeah. yeah. So we got the Power Ranger. And then like we had to wrap it and put it under the tree. Yeah, it was good. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. The only time I've had something like that was. Nintendo Switch. Oh, the recent Nintendo Switch? Years ago. The recent Nintendo Switch. What happened yeah. with that? Well, um, so I had told... I. This, it might sound conceited, but I expected that I was going to get the Nintendo Switch for my birthday because it was coming out at the same birthday. And okay. And you told your parents or a family member? I my, yeah, I told my family. Okay. About it. And but they know nothing about pre-orders or any of that jazz. Yeah, that's exactly it. So <laughs> they didn't pre-order, and then they said, oh, well, we can't find it now, so you're not going to get that because uh, it's sold out. And I said, oh, my goodness, why didn't you pre-order? Right. That was the whole thing. They're from a and different so, generation, Steve. Yeah, exactly. They just expected to show up at a store and then find a Nintendo Switch and then buy it, but no, that wasn't the case. And so for weeks upon weeks at a time, Every single morning, every single afternoon, I would go to every Target and Best Buy and GameStop along the way to work and on the way back to see if Dang. the Nintendo Switch was. And it took it took like three weeks. And when you find <laughs> so where did you finally get it? I ended up doing some sort of weird bundle on GameStop. They were just they just said if you buy from us, we'll send, give you this bundle. You'll get it in two weeks, like assuredly. So oh, I still okay. have to wait another two weeks upon. But, yeah. Dang, that's crazy. It was the worst because I had so many friends that had pre-ordered. Oh it. yeah, they right, and they're just getting selling. the first games. Yeah, oh, worst. Ruining, <laughs> they're ruining all the storylines for you. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, I didn't know the Switch was that popular. Oh yeah, they they sold so much when it first came. Insane. Was it more popular than the PlayStation or the Xbox? Ooh, that I don't know the actual statistics. I feel like it was 
the original PlayStations and Xbox. Um, no, I mean, like, yeah, whatever the I think it, I think it might are. be their, their most selling console than Super Wow. That's actually pretty popular. I mean, I guess it's technically two consoles, right? Because it's, it's like a Game Boy plus a, a full... Yeah, exactly. It makes it portable, too, which is kind of cool. Right, right, right. Okay. Nintendo always bringing out the crazy concepts. <laughs> <laughs> they have Mario, I'm guessing. Is that like the? Yeah. Is that still the flagship game on on Nintendo Switch? I don't. Uh, and Zelda. Yeah. And Zelda, right? Okay, so same same as what was in the 90s is now. Yep. Now, yeah. What? Why break? What 20 does, years later. Yeah, why Interesting. Change not... So well, we should go back to to movies and stuff. Yeah, I was like... about to say as I yawned. <laughs> The sun is like hitting my eyes, and you know what? Like when you're outside and you look at the sun, it just kind of like makes you. Yell. Yeah, your your eyes are very thin right now. <laughs> yeah. Got thin eyes. Yeah, so I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> so I wanted to ask about movies. I wanted to talk about. Um, in your and this is all just opinion based. Opinion based. There's no facts sure. here. It's it's about um, when you're watching a movie. What do you consider to be like important? Doesn't have to be good, but important. So, for important example, for a movie as, to be good? No, for, no, okay. For you to like the movie, what are some important things about it that either have to be there or have to, yeah, or let's say have to be good? Right. So, um, without the basics, basics. Right, right, right. No, so it's I'm got very sound much into. I'm very much into like into story, especially if it's an interesting concept that hasn't been like seen before. Um, you know, big twists at the end. I like I like those types of movies. Um, yeah, being being unexpected is makes it kind of impacting, right? A movie where you say, "Oh my god, I didn't expect that." That makes a big impact. Yeah, on you. it makes it memorable when something comes unexpected. But at the same time. Um, I do enjoy movies that have plenty of action sure. and almost no storyline, but the oh, action man. is really awesome. You know, like, right, right. I, I don't mind those movies either. Those are just fun. We saw watch. one so, like that, I think, recently. Which, which one was one? that? We saw um, it had The Rock in it. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Literally yeah, exactly. had zero story. Yeah. It was just, let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just crazy it's action. Crazy and the rock together in a movie and just let all these explosions and action and that's it holding a helicopter by chains oh my know, god the rock is just so strong so. <laughs> this captain america strength there yeah exactly oh. all right so what what would you say would be something that or some things that if they happen in movies you're already upset like this thing happens and you're like ugh Next, uh, next. My one of my biggest pet peeves is time travel. Time travel is one of my biggest pet peeves. You probably mean poorly done time travel. Poorly done time travel. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of movies, the simplest way to uh, to show time travel is like the back to the back to the future type of thing, where you're going back into your same timeline and you could affect the future of your sure. current time which doesn't make sense. It's called the grandfather paradox, where if you kill your grandfather, then you die in the present. But 
if you died in the present, how did you go back to kill your grandfather? Right, and so that's, right. that's like the, it's called the grandfather right. paradox. So that doesn't make sense. And movies do it all the time. And but it's simple to understand. It, yeah, any TV show, movie that does it, I immediately hate it, and I'll stop watching. Really? So you show. hate Back to the Future? Uh, Back to the Future. It's one of more. It's like a nostalgic thing. When I was a kid, like that time travel thing didn't really. I didn't really understand. Right, it, it right. Just same. Makes sense to me. Just like, oh, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna affect my future. It right. Seems right. But yeah, for kids when you're an adult and you start really thinking about it, you say that makes absolute sense. <laughs> when you're a kid, you're totally fine with it. So right, right. Um, I watched it as a child, so it's totally fine. Okay. Back to the future. Now, Back to the Future is just nostalgic at this point. But, uh, you know, nostalgic interesting. <laughs> that, I mean, How that still yourself? works. Yeah. So for me, I think the number one pet peeve. Time travel was a good one, but I don't think that hits enough movies. My number one pet peeve is when they either kill the main character. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Where can't watch a movie after that, especially if it's main character driven. So if the story's told through the eyes of the main character, then the main character dies. That's that's okay. that that holistically is is my biggest pet peeve because under there there's a lot of little ones. So like so like I am legend, you must have hated. Well, they had a director's cut where he didn't die. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. But yes, I did hate the ending of that. Um, but I like it. Yeah. But the other thing I don't like is under that is when they change perspective of the storytelling in the movie. So like I'm watching this movie the whole time. It's like a bird outside my window. <laughs> watching this movie the whole time and I'm getting one person's perspective so I only see, hear, and know things that this character knows. And then all of a sudden, they give me a different perspective in which I can now see here and, you know, like know things that this character couldn't. Right. That generally goes hand in hand with killing that character, which right. is weird because why wouldn't you have just told it from the grander perspective to begin with? Why did I have yeah. to, you know, so that's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Um, so to me, like killing the main character is fine as long as the main character has. It, you, cut, you, you cut out. I cut out. K okay. Killing him is fine, but killing him is fine as long as the main character has some sort of heroic. And oh, like a that, reason to, to to die. Yeah, and you feel you know he sacrificed himself, greater good. Sacrificed you himself know, for the greater good. Like the self-sacrifice is a good story element that I, I that I think. You don't always need happy endings. Hap you know, in real life, a lot of endings are bittersweet. True. <laughs> True. That actually, I'm going to add that to my list because I also don't like movies without happy endings, and not 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 necessarily happy, but I don't want a realistic ending because I don't watch movies to be as depressed as I can get in real life. <laughs> you know, so like if guy and girl are dating and then the whole movie is about them trying to get together and at the end of the movie they don't get together, I'm kind of like, uh -huh. I could have just went to go talk to my friends and I would have gotten that exact... <laughs> I could have just talked to that girl I'm in the friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't need that movie for that. You know. So yeah, I like um, it when they when they make it work. Yeah, well, I don't know. I like it when, when things try to mimic real life. You know, at the same time, you can... I'm totally fine with happy endings. Everyone kind of likes when, you know, there's no loose ends. Sure, uh, sure. That's another 
another That's hard. thing where yeah. when a movie just ends and you have to figure out how the ending happens. Oof, I, that's I hate tough. Both. That's tough. Yeah. They just leave it open. You don't know what happens. Yeah. You know? You're like, do I need to see <laughs> it? Was it all a dream? I <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like that Inception movie. That was one that I definitely didn't like. That was yeah, very Inception similar movie. to the time travel problem you suggested. Where, like, once they started going into dreams, nothing was making sense anymore. And I was kind of thinking, like, this isn't even holding the story together now. And this is the story. So, like... (laughs) I mean, it makes sense if the whole thing's dream. Because at that point, you know, no more rules. Yeah, but then, yeah, exactly. Then, like, why did you even make a movie? Like, you could have just... Right, right, right. The movie could have been anything. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. So I was curious because um, I think movies is the kind of thing that, like, everybody can talk about. But right, right. I feel like everybody's very validated in their opinions of movies. And and yeah. I know you and me are opinionated. Okay. I think other people are too, especially in movies. Right. And so like if we were in a group setting and you were to just name any movie, there'll be somebody in that group that's probably going to not like that movie, even if it was oh, yeah. a movie that most There's, people like. You get that um and and not only that, but it's it's almost it gets heated. Yeah, you know, <laughs> especially if you have something that breaks the mold, like your vision of a certain movie. Sure. Because there seems to be a lot of times there's a consensus of whether a movie is good or bad, and right. if you have an opposite viewpoint of that, then the mm. general you're shunned. Yeah, you're shunned. <laughs> How do you not think that was a great movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, so, the, you know that's that's definitely that's definitely the case in, in a lot of movies. Star Wars series, they get it all the time. The, oh, true. The you know, there's there's so many there's movies. General consensus: which movies are the best? And they say all the newer movies, um, and the prequels. You know, they're just all garbage. Sure, sure. You know, I like some of, them, especially you know, episode. Yeah, you're you're cutting and, out, but essentially you're saying that they're all good parts of all the movies, and so it's tough yeah, to kind of exactly. yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, as to what you're saying, like it depends on the person, right? Everybody likes something different. Um, and to go back, like what you said before, with multiple uh, viewpoints from different people, um, I hate when they do movies uh, where it's like, like you said, it's multiple angles, and not only that, multiple parts of the world or multiple timelines, and oh, then it's yeah. together at the end. But throughout the whole movie, I'm so why not? So confused. Uh huh. What time <laughs> Who is it, this person? And, and I I agree with you because that situation to me is a is a cop out where I feel right. like a movie person uh, I call it a movie person but a person who maybe is in the movie industry or maybe a movie fanatic may look at that and say well it's a different way of storytelling look you were surprised you didn't know these facts and everything but i'm like yeah you took pretty much a bland story and you chopped it up so now i can't follow it and then you said it's good really (laughs) like i i really could have just watched the regular movie yeah exactly you could have just made it follow like a clear timeline right right right. what's a movie that's done that there's a bunch i'm trying to think of one that's done Um, something like that i think i remember i think it was called taxi or something like that hmm, haven't seen um, that one. but yeah it was it was different people in different parts of the world even and then it just comes together uh, near the end of the movie like all the characters somehow right 
in, in interact either indirectly or directly, you know, saying, oh, this person killed this person, which affected this person on Dang. another part of the world, you know, but you didn't. So you see right. these indirect. And that's that's sort of what their driving thing is. is the, the story is that your actions probably affect more than just sure, sure, you sure. and your surroundings, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, that story was super confusing. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think that that's okay to have that type of a story if you throw it in like a TV series. You right. want to throw together ten episodes, and each episode is a different location and whatever. Like, fine, whatever you got to do. But for a movie, which you're only going to get like an hour to an hour and a half of real focused intent, if it's over an hour and a half, I feel like there's probably stuff in that movie that I didn't need. Whether right, right. we were looking at a, a tree, or whether you know, somebody was pausing for an effect of dramaticness that I didn't care about. <laughs> Dramatic effect. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> well, it is today, in this movie, in this timeline. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, interesting. Go ahead. I, I was going to say that uh, the only thing I've seen that does that really well is Game of Thrones. What do you mean? All the different timeline views? The, not, not only the different timeline views, but the different characters because it just keeps switching yeah but like i said that's also in a a tv series that is in a tv series which is different because you're not expected to when you're done with the episode have the full story like there's no expectation for that right also it takes long right sure it does it's easier to to join up these multiple storylines in you know 10 hours than you can in a half that's right (laughs) or two that's right yeah game of thrones is interesting because i started watching it like season five or something after it was already a thing and everybody was watching it and i remember being like i'm very surprised and i don't want to get into game of thrones too much um but i was just very surprised that this was so popular in terms of like medieval fantasy in that that genre doesn't produce a lot of movies the TV shows I've seen beyond that is like Merlin, which I liked, but very, very other few. There's like a few dragon type movies, but why do you think that's just so popular for what it was? Um, I think it's they they sort of catered a lot of stuff to the older audience, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people feel feel like fantasy is more for like a child. It's, yeah, you did just I, completely did cut in. You did cut yeah. in. I should say it again. Yeah. Something like a child. Oh no, I was I was trying to say that Game of Thrones uh, is like they tried to center a lot of stuff for trying a lot of fantasy. That. A lot of fantasy stuff is targeted towards younger audiences. Uh, but Game of Thrones, with all of its like sex and the, the killing, <laughs> you know, the nudity and yeah. killing. Blood and treachery and but it's not the know. first show to have that right um in terms of fantasy well no in terms of like an adult show no but that's what i mean so they took like adult they took adult themes from adult shows and they put it in the fantasy theme oh, okay and that's what that's what made it get so much attention i say almost like, like so go ahead so almost as if we were to take harry potter and make it more like actually very similar to what it did it got darker over the the books and the the movies exactly but imagine if harry potter was dark from the get-go 
Oh, I see. It's a different yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning, it wasn't very dark because it was a children's story. That's right. And then it progressed with the same audience. And so she kept making those stories darker and darker. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And have, you know, deeper, more complex relationships. And so. Yeah, yeah, I wonder those, if those I, things don't appeal to children, and fantasy no. has been, for some reason, portrayed as that's true. A children's theme. Maybe because games are fantasy based. Like if you were to play like a game, fairies, dragons, you know, knights. So so again, um, games in the past that were fantasy themed were garnered were, were like catered towards more children, right? Yeah, dragons. Yeah. And saving princesses right, and exactly. like that. It was sort of the Disney type of thing where, you know, the knight has to fend off the dragon and save the princess. That was the Right, fantasy. right, right, right. Um, but these days a lot of these fantasy video games have gotten very dark, very violent. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll even show nudity and stuff like that. The Witcher, for oh, instance, right. another one that just came out that's fantasy based and started watching it dark again. Oh. Are you wa- you watching it a second time? No, no. Okay. Yeah, I was, was going to say. <laughs> That's I, actually something I wanted to say about movies. I rarely ever watch movies more than this. So that never makes me expert. So, so I'll never so that's, say I'm an expert. So that's interesting <laughs> because I always wondered, do people do that? Because I know I knew that about you. You're over here in this pile where you're, you're watching movies or shows kind of once, once and done. Then there's yeah, that's, that's because there's too many. <laughs> well, you have them. a you have an open an open mind when it comes to these things. So right. you you feel like there's a lot. I feel like I'm more on the other spectrum, which is I don't think a lot of them are good that I watch. Right. So like the ones I like, I watch again. And so there's right, obviously right. a spectrum, but I'm wondering where do you think most people fit? In terms of in terms of watching shows and movies, and maybe we separate it because once I said shows, I got to thinking there's probably a lot of people that rewatch The Office and Friends and Parks and Rec and these like s- single camera sitcoms. I think they're called, where right, like there's right. no canned laughter in it, but it's still a sitcom. Uh, sure, you know, and then like, like The Office, yeah, right. There's sitcoms that have that have laughter, like Friends and Scrubs. And- oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, you're cutting out, but people also watch that too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say what you said if you cut out. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, my sister, she watches Scrubs and Friends over and over again. Just on repeat. Yeah. She she does she loves the show to the extent that she'll just keep rewatching it. To I me, mean, there's too, there's too much out there to limit myself. On show I can I can watch a show and love it, and I'll be totally fine with rewatching. But I need to experience even more of stuff that's out there, and it's impossible. I don't have enough time in the day. To do Jeez, that. you need more. If I'm you... rewatching stuff at the same time. You know. So we need to make you like a, a TV show quarantine checklist to make yeah, sure you much, yeah. hit the shows. <laughs> I mean, what are I already, some? I'm already starting that. You know? What are some shows you're watching now that are that are really good? I don't want to hear the crap ones. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are some good ones that you've watched or are watching and you're like, yeah, that was good. I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad I spent 10 hours watching this. Um, I'm trying to think of 
the new Sabrina series. I I, I like that a lot. That's that's but, a remake of the original from our generation. A remake, yes, yeah. Okay. That's what that's what that's what want, made me want to watch it to begin with. Um, but the show is uh, it teeters on the line of like being a children's show or being an adult show. Sabrina was always like that too, though. I never really liked it, but right. I, I think that was because some of the jokes were above my head as a kid when I saw it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but yeah, this this new show like because she's a witch, which is dark, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, she wants to be human, which is good. And sure. so there's like this like good versus evil. Oh, okay. Type of line I thought, that yeah. She's is on, is that cat? Excuse me. Is that cat still Caleb? in it? Yeah, yeah. He, it is, but he doesn't talk. What? No, he was always a sarcastic, jerky cat. Yeah. Well, that's because the old Sabrina was like a comedy, right? Yeah, yeah. This one's not a comedy? No, this one's a drama. Uh, and so none of the same characters? They're, yeah, there's still a lot of the same characters. Well, there's still, you know, Sabrina, her two aunts, Salem, and. Oh, but it's like friend, told. Harvey. Oh, yeah, you know? Harvey. He was dumb, right? In the show? Yeah. yeah, they made him dumb when this show first started, and then he, like, they just changed his character. Entirely. Now he's a genius. Now now he's a witch hunter. And you're like, what? His whole family's what? been witch hunters. So then it creates this dynamic of like her love interest, you know, is supposed to be hunting uh, her. Romeo and Juliet you know? style. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay. And so I just threw that whole arc out the window. <laughs> oh, no. You know, typical TV show fashion. How many seasons are there of that one? I think three. Okay, so it's worth worth three seasons. Yeah, that's another one of my pet peeves is that even if it's a good series, um, if it doesn't have more than one season, I'm hesitant to watch it just because I'll see – It actually, it happened to me two years ago. I saw this movie, um, the series. Oh, shoot. I think I recommended it to you, but I don't think you watched it. Um, it was The concept was like they were going to send people into space – it's on Netflix, and then that was back in like the 50s, and the whole show is like you're in this massive colonization spaceship, like uh-huh. with some of the best, smartest people in the world, like following the drama of like when we get to wherever we're getting, we're gonna colonize, and like multi generations okay. happen in there, so like they have kids, and their kids are gonna have kids, and like they're they're gonna be the ones that get to the planet. Um, but there's a mega twist at the end that the show was okay. But then like when you get to the twist, you're like mind blown. Now I'm ready for the show. Yeah. <laughs> and they ended, I think like season, like episode eight or nine is when you find out about the twist. And then you're right. kind of like, Oh my goodness, I can't wait for season two. And then they canceled it. Yeah. But so, they, they, I feel like they do it. They do that stuff. All- that really hurts my, my heart when they do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Firefly was a great show. Canceled. Yeah, I never, I never saw that, but the Big Bang Theory oh, brings that show up a lot. Yeah, yeah it's a classic. Yeah. Nerd show. <laughs> is it? There are some shows that they, that they do kind of tie off. Um, I saw Continuum a few years ago, which was a really good show. That had time travel in it too. Oh no. Done semi well. Um, okay. Pretty good, but it had five seasons, and at the end of the fifth season, it was all tied off, and. The concept was really cool. The The concept of it was in the future there's a kid – well, I guess in the present there's a kid 
who ends up creating software that essentially enables people to like take a technological jump right so like, okay. kind of the stuff we're thinking about now it's like what if what if everything was had a computer in it and the computer was smart enough to know all these things and automate all the boring parts of life i feel like that's already the case like my whole life is being monitored <laughs> <laughs> that's true i mean i i that always worry about our phones <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, you, no, you... another show i watched recently is um ozark I heard that was good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, if you like um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, didn't like that. Sort of in the same. You but didn't yeah. like Breaking Bad? No. Uh, yeah, I think that's. I think I'm the minority time. in that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, we could talk about fast forward TV watching. We got like ten minutes left. Okay. Um, Breaking Bad's one of that. One of the one of the shows perfected that technique when I was I watching it. I can't believe you fast forward. Shows. So here's you how need to explain to people. All right. So here's the how it works. That you, okay. This is a technique you can use to um, better your TV watching experience when you're dealing with a show that maybe isn't the greatest. So, and, so you know how how Jim says he rewatches a lot of shows. That's true. They do not get fast forwarded. I, I I I'm fine with I, I completely understand that, but. That's how he has time to watch new shows <laughs> and his old shows because the new shows just get fast forward. That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. So I recently watched this show, a few episodes of it. It came up like number one, um, Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. You probably saw the thing, right? It was like, Is that like the dating The one? dating, like Why would you even sex watch one. <laughs> watch anything. And I, I, Well, I like shows that are similar. Like I like the – there's a season of there's a a type of the bachelor called bachelor in paradise where they take uh-huh. all the losers of the bachelors and they put them together on an island uh-huh. and that i like that's a, the level of drama that the teenage girl and me can handle <laughs> <laughs> so what i do is and it's kind of a technique there's two pieces to it the first is scenery scenery always gets fast forwarded and it's pretty easy to tell when scenery is coming because they usually zoom in or zoom out. So right. if they're zooming in or zooming out, immediately get that thumb ready. Boop! Right? <laughs> <laughs> Saves you like 20, 30 seconds. Right and so there. you just fast forward to, to the when the scene, drama parts? To when anything else is happening. Like I don't need okay. to see the bad sea dry. Like it's a TV show. It's not a movie. Right? So <laughs> I don't need to see the green screen struggle to render the trees. So, okay. Um, so that's the first, and that's really common in any show that's got a lot of episodes. So, like, Game of Thrones is a good example. Breaking Bad's a great example, where, like, a character's going to go to someone's house, right? So in that in the show Breaking Bad, the main character will, will get in his car, he'll drive to uh, the other guy's... I forget his name already. The, the other guy's uh, house, he'll park in front, he'll wait a little bit, he'll then get out and go in the door, right? And it's like building yeah, up the scene. Leave. When you do this, you yeah. ruin the pacing of the episode or the show, uh-huh. and it it come it's it makes it seem impatient. <laughs> yeah, you're just like you're fast forwarding to all the good parts, you know, and so it doesn't seem very good because 
you fast forwarded to everything in the episodes quickly. You're just like, that's it. That was the whole episode. All right, next one. Well, God, why would awful. you ever put bad parts <laughs> in the episode? Like, that's, I, I the don't. Bad f- parts are there for pacing. They're I don't there need for, that. I don't need that. I don't need pacing. They're there to con- convey like suspense. They're there to convey drama. You you know you can't just fast forward to every single talking part and then just say, oh man, this whole story. Well, that's not hard. what I do. It's only for <laughs> we're only in the first piece of fast forwarding. So oh, the scene, no. so so that's so that's a good example though. The Breaking Bad one's a good example, right? So as soon as I see him get in his car, I'm just like, boop, right? And right when he enters the door in the guy's house, okay. There's still. Even after the fast forward, there's still a good 10 to 15 seconds of me waiting for something to happen where he'll open the door and he'll look around or whatever and he'll be like, wow, this place is a mess to himself, you know, and you're just kind of like, whenever you're ready, man, I'm ready, you know. So that's the first one. And that's that's a useful tool for these longer series. The uh-huh. second one is a little trickier. This is one that you really got to have the skill. This is fast forwarding through not only scenery, but conversations and action. The what? On the show, yeah. <laughs> what are you even watching at that point? So a good example of this, let me think, like um, of a show that sucked that I fast... Oh, I mean... Taking that that show too hot to handle as an example is a bad one because the show is just pretty bad. So everything is really worthwhile to fast forward through. <laughs> let me think <laughs> of an, an, not watch the show. <laughs> yeah, let me think of another show um, that I've seen recently uh, that I fast forward through. The talking. Can't think of can't think of one off the top of my head. I I literally just did it. I literally just did it last night on that show. But essentially, here's the concept of it. The concept is. Two characters are going to start talking, and you already know the outcome because the story is poorly written. All right? Right. I don't need to know the words. If I know that the outcome is going to happen, and that's what I skip. So to watch this girl, <laughs> you know, and this guy have an argument, I'm fine without it. I'll save two minutes. Boom. Right through. That's the whole point of watching that show. It's the drama of those. Oh, so quote-unquote reality tv (laughs) yeah so like the cringy conversations i'm fine skipping i love the after effect the physical breakdown where where they leave their conversation it sounds more like you're a masochist (laughs) you're just like i'm depressed right now let me just watch the press yeah this is like has gotta have a bunch of depressing parts let me fast forward to all the depressing feel my pain (laughs) that was a bad example for that show but i do it for other shows that are good too um they a lot of them have it but like uh yeah it's hard to explain without without a tv show i don't do it ever go too far past and you're like wait what just happened yeah and then you have to rewind yeah the oh worst the God. worst i would rip my hair first... from my head watching tv with you <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a skill so you obviously oh, have to hone it and the more you do it the better you are and like you can get to the point where like when they're staring at each other fast forward say five seconds right like just, <laughs> just you really stare. need to say five seconds of your life Dude, five seconds every minute could add up to an extra show by the end of the night. (laughs) (laughs) But no, but you you are right. I probably make the mistake more often than I'd like to admit. 
where I fast forward too far. It's usually not an issue, but it does become an issue when you fast forward too far. And then you are into the next scene, and that scene tells you something. And now you're like, oh my god. Now I don't know what they you got, said. You got the surprise ruined. Not yeah. the surprise ruined. That yeah. is – it's a double-edged sword. If you, no, it's not. You should just <laughs> watch a TV or a movie in the way it's intended to be watched. <laughs> true, true. I, yeah. Have you ever um, just – tried to watch something at like one and a half speed yeah speed. so that was a suggestion I'll do youtube videos that was a suggestion given to me and it's very interesting because i think i'm okay with that but then it's it's that weird feeling when you almost and for those people who play video games when you're playing the video game for your whole life on the normal speed then you play on the fast speed and you're like for the first few minutes you're like well this is really fast but then you get used to it you can never go back to normal you go yeah. back to normal, and people are talking so slowly, you're going to die. <laughs> so I try to stay away from that. Yeah. yeah, it's weird that you get used to that fast speed to the point that, uh, you know, you're, it's, it's like you're watching just a normal. That's right. It's right. That's right. So my sister and I tried the Eminem challenge thing just with each other. He offered like um, – some sort of a rap challenge up where he has a song that he raps really fast. And the uh-huh. challenge was like you just hashtag under it on Instagram, whatever, and you rap it. And we were we were like trying it and we couldn't do it. And she loves M&M's. That's why I bring it up. Um, sure. But when you try to learn it, you watch his video at like let's say half speed and then like three-quarter speed and then like full speed. And you try to say it like him, right? One of the entries that I was on Instagram looking at, the girl did it at one and a quarter speed, like 1.25. And I was just oh, like, what is happening here? I can't understand <laughs> anything. <laughs> Speeding through it. I think he, he, he actually goes down in like the Guinness Book of World Records for some one of like the The fastest rappers in the Guinness Book of World Records? Yeah, I think so. Something like something like that. Like he's like <laughs> he he, he speaks me. incredibly you know. Interesting. To uh, try to mimic that and to even go Order faster means yeah. you're probably one of the fastest speakers. Oh yeah. Well, that's that. Country, that's you know? also a skill too. Like as we practice, just in a, just in a few hours, we were just back and forth like chatting, my sister and I. Like just a few times, you can do it much faster. So I do right. think it's something you could probably have done if you practiced every day. You know, like like most things, but we don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to try to? <laughs> as fast as they can. <laughs> oh, man. When you're in quarantine. What else are you gonna do? That's true. Yeah. So before <laughs> before we go, maybe you could um give us give us some idea of of uh your favorite way of watching shows because you seem to have a different way of watching than me, and you'd like to watch a lot of new things. So is there a technique that you use? Uh, Does it no, involve you, like Cheetos? You get very, you get very comfortable. Okay. You, yourself in a blanket you lie down on a couch you get like snacks and uh or some taco bell <laughs> taco bell not a sponsor yet wait <laughs> yeah, so so you're but you're pocket, describing but I have, so i like to watch shows eating um and to the point that it's it's a ritual at the, where i need to stop no matter what i'm doing i don't, and I, I don't know if you've seen it in the past i'm sure you must have noticed semi noticed it where i say no it is lunchtime no it is dinner time you do that all I the time need, it's kind of awkward i need to like 
stop what I'm doing and go and eat lunch and dinner. It's because yeah. it not only involves eating lunch and dinner, it involves me watching a TV show at the same time and just relaxing and not doing much from that for about an hour, you know? You're a weird boy. It's so it's so nice. It's a nice so it's a I, nice ritual. You so just, I want to get you at eat, you relax, you watch some TV, and yeah. then you can go back and do. All I it. think that decompression time everybody needs. I'm yeah. talking about you're gonna watch a show, like you're gonna watch maybe three or four episodes of a show, right? Are you? I rarely at, do that. I'll rarely even. Wow. Like, I'll, I'll rarely go with the intention of watching multiple episodes. I watch one ep- if it's an hour watch one episode at lunch and do whatever then watch another episode at dinner and then wait till the next day and then watch the next episode that's why tv takes forever for this is why we have the problem of you not watching these shows i, I finally got to it <laughs> you have to you have to realize this is a commitment now and you're sacrificing whoa, 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 whoa. sleep to get these what? shows <laughs> so to give you an example i'm the complete opposite I won't watch a show unless I have the intention. And I think that's – we're getting to an underlying root here of the distinction between our two groups of people, right? Right. You'll watch a show and you're okay being like, I'll watch an episode today, an episode tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to watch any episodes of a show unless I have the commitment in my mind I'm going to watch all of them as what? soon as possible. Yes. You go in with the intention of binge watching. Right. So with Stranger no, Things – never had that. When Stranger Things Season 2 came out, everyone was like, you should watch Stranger Things, you'll like it. I watched Stranger Things that night, all the way into the morning, and then just went to work. What? I just You're insane. And that was that. So, <laughs> so I do know a lot of people that are like you, and people like me piss people like you off. Because <laughs> outside of you're going to want to talk about the show. And you can't because I'm like, no, that's I right. you need to like give me a few that's weeks right. to oh. finish this no <laughs> this <way. show. laughs> Oh, so, so I guess they could, but then that would break the friendship. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. So, so I wanted to get at, so it sounds like we finally understand the differences here and maybe there are more categories, right? Than just the two that we have, because oh, that would, that would also explain why you don't watch Re, I'll call them reruns, right? Shows you've already seen because you're always having time to see the next one and you're always looking forward to the next episode. Whereas I never want to start something new unless it's good, somebody said it was good, I know it's going to be worth my time, and then I'll watch it all, which leads me to only watching the reruns because right. I need that verif- like that validation from you, let's say, to say, Jim, watch this, it's really good. Then yeah. I'll do it. That's yeah, interesting. Um... You're, one category I could definitely think a lot of people is people who are like you, but their main TV watching is actually cable TV. Like oh. They'll just sit and watch cable TV, and that's like their TV time, but they will have moments where they'll binge watch an entire night. Oh, yeah. so they're going to watch, like, from 6 to 10, let's say, a set of shows that come on cable every day. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, this is my show. I need, I need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you're definitely know, right. At this time. Those are, there's, yeah. definitely people, there's definitely people like that. Um, my parents, that's all. That's how they watch stuff. They'll only watch other things on Netflix, going to sleep. You know, wow. They're, they're kind of like, whatever. 
thing. They don't really care about Netflix. That's why it's really hard when they come over to my place and they want to watch TV. And I say, okay, what do you guys want to watch on Netflix? They're like, oh, God. I don't oh. know. Because they, they just would rather just put on cable, watch whatever random things on the Food Network day, <laughs> I watch their shows. So you know? I think there's an underlying psychological piece of this. Um, and that is the fact that, and I read this somewhere. I don't know if it's true, but because you feel like you've seen the show before, like let's just talk about reruns, uh-huh. and you're comfortable with the character, you feel happy watching the show. Like you feel better because you feel right. like you're with your friends. Like these characters are my friends. I know what's going to happen. And it's all good, and we're all going to be together and happy. Right. Watching a new show, you don't have that feeling. Right, so right. Maybe, yeah, I mean, you, you, there's the feeling of the unknown. Exactly. Um, I guess I'm more of the adventurous type. Uh, you are. And, you are. And you're more of the... I'm a hermit you know, type. We, yeah, we keep in our, our bubble. Yeah. And you're like the, the same, sparrow. Same old group of <laughs> friends that you're used to. That's right. We, we, hide in, <laughs> we hide in our TV show circle and you fly like a free bird. That's right. Anything that... Yeah. So we're getting close to time here, but I still want you to answer that part of the question, which was, um, you're going to watch a, let's say you're going to binge. Okay. Let's say it's going to be at least two episodes. All right. Um, what is your situation like? Are you the kind of person? So that couch position is your watching position. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not a bed watcher or like a, while you're on the computer side TV watcher, like there's a lot of different ways you could do it. No, when I go to bed, I don't typically watch TV, watch random YouTube videos, um, play games on my phone. Right, right. Uh, read a book. Right. I do it. TV is only lunch and dinner, and sometimes when I feel lazy after dinner, I'll keep watching some TV. Okay. For the most part, I'm pretty busy, so I'll just lunch, so, dinner, and that's it. So in quarantine. Has your TV schedule changed? Like, are you able to yeah. get in more shows now? Yeah, now I end up watching way more TV. Uh, I really <laughs> okay, binger. Video game playing, but I just get tired. I'm just like, I just want to <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> just lie on the couch and just. Well, because also during quarantine, we're like you're talking to people, like you're talking to me right now. Right. Not to say it's a bad thing, but it does wear on you. You know, you're a little exhausted when you're done talking to people all day, and you yeah, want to just think it was veg. like a study show recent about um, called like zoom fatigue or something like really? that where people can get exhausted from these virtual calls <laughs> happening all day long you know oh wow like there's there's a new new thing that people are getting you know psychologically like there's a toll is that why is that why i'm the way i am i because guess that's, so. that's all my job is much, virtual interaction you need to have faith that's right at my work for those who don't know at my work i do a lot of virtual calls and it is weird and i always did wonder that like because you treat people differently on the internet even if they're real life people which they are and you can see them and like you know you're talking about work you treat them differently than when you're in person with someone and you know obviously everybody at work is their own level of uh I don't want to say fake, but like, um, <laughs> no, their own level of like work work no, personality. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like work yeah. personality. Yeah, you know, like got their work personality, their friend personality. 
Right, you know? right, right. And so when you're at work, you have that work personality on, and then you're also talking to people, and you're trying to get something done, right? And when you disagree at work, it's like everything is done by consensus. So I can imagine that there's a lot of that strain of i got to be talking to another person who has to agree and then talk to another person. And then da, 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 da. Right, right. You need to get people on your That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Man. You have to play work. <laughs> work what? What did you call it? Work politics. Oh, man. I'm sure we can save that topic for, for another time, I think, since oh, we're, sure. we're out of yeah. time here. <laughs> yep. So thank you, everybody, again for joining. Um, if you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing to us on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and um, whatever podcast service you listen to. We're listed at Creativity Level Zero. You see it also uh, under Steve on the on the video. And at Instagram, we are at Creativity underscore level underscore the number zero. So thanks so much for everybody, and catch you next time. Thanks.